bless for those who you up. We bless you today, Lord. We magnify your holy name. This is the day that the Lord has made. We shall rejoice. Amen. Hallelujah. And be glad in it. And Father, I, I ask that you break open the bread of life for your people here today. And Lord, we want to hear from heaven so that we can be healed in every way, physically, mentally, every way, Lord. We just thank you, and we give you all the honor and glory. In Jesus' name, Holy Spirit, you are always welcome in this place. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Amen. And praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Well, we're going to talk some more about faith today. Amen? Look, amen. For those of you that get tired of faith, you won't get where you're going without it. Amen? Faith is always the order of the day. Until that time, God will always perform on your faith. Amen? So faith is not never out. You know how some people come in with these fads? Faith is not a fad. Amen? You know, you cannot, the just shall live by faith. You have to have faith to see um, some things come into uh this present world and so god is going to expect you to perform on your faith as he does the same he he'll perform on the faith that you have amen hallelujah so but we're going to talk about violent faith today amen (laughs) the violent faith is the faith that does not stop the faith that does not quit amen hallelujah Do you have faith that won't quit? You know, some people say, well, how long do I have to pray? How long do I have to believe until you get victory? Amen. So why would you stop being in faith? If you didn't get victory, stand in faith and never quit, never stop. Amen. Hallelujah. So we need to engage in violent faith for a supernatural turnaround. If you want a supernatural turnaround, then you got to engage yourself. Are y'all here today? Engage yourself in violent faith. Hallelujah. Violent faith is the faith that do not let go. Don't quit. Don't stop. Don't let go. No matter what you see in the natural, because the devil's going to try to break you. But you don't let go until you get victory. And I don't mean partial victory. I mean 100% victory. Amen. Hallelujah. Faith don't stop. Faith don't quit. Amen. It does not, and it does not accept uh, a plan B. That's not faith. Amen. Faith is when you get exactly what you ask for and then some. Hallelujah. God puts the icing on the cake when you stand in faith hallelujah when you see what god has promised you you continue to stand that's violent faith and don't take no for an answer because the devil's always telling you no the world is always telling you no amen but violent faith does not quit until it sees victory hallelujah your faith lacks evidence amen It lacks proof. Amen. But when you stand, what's what's the the 
wait a minute, let me put it this way. What's the proof of your faith? Your continue to stand. Your continual stand. That's the proof. As long as you're still standing, you're in faith. If you quit, you're not in faith. Amen? So your faith has to have evidence. Amen. It has to have proof. If it has no roots, you have no proof. Faith has roots. Amen. It come, the roots come from down within. See, your faith is within you. Amen. Amen. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. Your faith comes from within. Amen. So fight the good fight of faith. Amen. Empowered people change the world because they have strong faith and spiritual boldness. Hallelujah. Amen. They keep advancing. See, when you know you're in faith, your evidence is that you keep advancing. You don't back up. You don't fall back. You keep advancing. Hallelujah. In the spirit realm, you're getting stronger. In case you don't know what that word advancing is, you get stronger, better, faster. Amen. Hallelujah. You fall in line. And so does the words that you speak. Your, your words have power, boldness, death. Amen. And they keep getting stronger and stronger. As you go on in the kingdom, as you live, you get stronger. You don't get weaker. See, when you get weaker, you've lost your stance somewhere. Amen. You know that thing, I'm tired. When you get tired, know that you have lost your footing. I'll put it like that. Amen. So you have to stay strong in the, in the Lord and in the, the, the power of his might. And that's what makes your faith strong. Amen. That's violent faith. Hallelujah. So you want to change the world. You want to be a world changer. And you have to be empowered because you don't quit. You don't stop. Even when you get victory, there's going to come another challenge or something else that God has put in your spirit, something else that he's promised you, and you got to go for it. Amen. There's somebody else that you know that needs help and, and needs um, some assistance in what they're standing for. You, you can't sit down. Amen. Hallelujah. First Timothy 6, 12. Why don't you go there? Hallelujah. When you change, that's your evidence of faith also. Change is your evidence. Amen. And the faith that changes you, this is good. The faith that changes you is the faith that changes the world. Amen. Amen. That's the faith that will change the world. It's the faith that you use to change the world. Amen. Hallelujah. See, this thing is, faith is contagious. And we're not talking about this superficial stuff. Sometimes, you know, the superficial stuff can get on the inside of your flesh. But we're talking about what's going into your spirit. Hallelujah. First Timothy six twelve says, fight the good fight of faith and lay hold on eternal life, to which you were also called and have confessed the good confession in the presence of many witnesses. The good confession. 
keep a good confession. Violent faith keeps a good confession. Violent faith doesn't say anything you feel. See, you can't let your feelings dominate what you're working towards. Did I say that right? (laughs) You got to keep these things separate. When God has promised you something, keep your eye on the prize. Amen? Hallelujah. Lay hold of eternal life. Hmm. For which you were called and for which you made the good confession of faith in the presence of many witnesses. And it's no, well, God didn't tell me to do that no more. God, no, you made a confession in the presence of many witnesses. Amen. Here on earth and in heaven. In other words, you can't change your position. You can't change your confession. Once you make a confession and you receive that promise from God, you continue to stand until you get it and you don't take no for an answer. And then when I say no for an answer, I'm not talking about getting in God's face saying, well, you said. No, I'm talking about the devil's the one's going to tell you no. <laughs> Get up in his face. Amen. Well, that didn't go over too well. Amen. But that's okay. Hallelujah. See, we think our fight is with flesh and blood. Your fight's not with flesh and blood. Amen. It's with principalities, powers, rulers of wickedness in high places. And these are the powers that God has given us authority to pull down, pulling down strongholds, casting them down. Amen. And so violent faith, I believe, takes a stand against whatever comes against it. And it takes a stand. And I believe the presence, just your presence of standing in that faith will make the devil back up. I just believe that. I mean, the devil will back off of you. And he'll, he'll just go mess with somebody that thinks faith is just making a couple confessions and praying a couple prayers and going on with what you want to do until. But faith is an everyday existence. In other words, you exist in faith. Faith is not something that you put away in your suitcase like you went on a trip. Faith is something that you carry. It's on the inside of you. It's deep-rooted. Amen? Hallelujah. You got to get, and it's not hard to get. All you got to do is stay with God and don't quit. And when you mess up, don't be ashamed because the devil's going to try to put that condemnation on you. You repent, you get up, and you take your position again. Amen? Take your position and stand. The Bible says, having done all. I see why it says, because you, you pretty much got to do everything <laughs> to keep that position. But you, having done all, you stand and you don't stop. You don't quit. Now, you don't get fanatical. Then preaching like this on this subject, sometimes you'll get a, a rancid. I, don't, I, I can't think of the word. But anyway, you'll get something that's not authentic and it's called radicalism and people will go off in this radical rah 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 but that's your flesh hyped up we ain't talking about that (laughs) because see that stuff gets deflated it'll deflate on you before five o'clock today 
but I'm talking about that stuff that's rooted and grounded in love. Amen. Faith worketh by love. No lovey, no faithy. Faith works by love. Amen. Faith is not something that you, you're trying to show somebody you have. You either got it or you don't. Well, let me put it, you got it, but you need to work on it. You have to work. It's just like uh, Bridget that blessed me about her split tomatoes. Split, you know what that remind me of? Being in uh, dance with Mr. In-Between or, you know, double-mindedness. So you can't be double-minded when you're standing in faith. You can't be split. It's got to be all the way in. Amen. And you cannot quit. You can't get weak. You have to stay strong in the Lord. The, the word of God is where your help and your strength is going to come from. Amen. A, a, a good relationship, strong relationship with the Lord. You know, where he knows you and you know him. You're not strangers. You're not waltzing in and out of the kingdom. Amen. Hallelujah. But you have a position in the kingdom. You know who you are. You have authority, power, dominion. And you know how to wield the word word of God as a sword. It's no in and out stuff. Amen. It's one thing for believers to talk faith. To speak faith, binding and loosing. I declare and I decree. It's not faith. It's good to say it if it's not just here, but if it's coming out of here, it's a good thing. Amen. But to walk in faith, walk in faith every day, it's a different thing. So we walk in faith and not by sight. This is a walk. That's why the Bible calls it a walk. Amen. Hallelujah. You can talk it, you can speak it, you can preach it, but do you live it every day? See, faith, you can't pick this up like a blanket when you get cold. Faith faith is on the inside of you. Faith is who you are. Faith comes from on the inside. Amen. Amen. But there has to be some type of change in you. Change is your evidence of faith. Change. When you start thinking different. Looking at situations differently. Even though it may look bad to other people. But to you, things look good. Conditions look great. It's like looking up and there's every cloud in the sky. You say, hmm, it's sunny. Not going to rain today. It's kind of like that. Where you don't see the obvious in the natural. You only know what God has promised. Violent faith. Amen. Hallelujah. We need to learn how to walk in faith. When, especially when you're in the heat of the battle. Do you keep going? Do you keep running? Do you keep advancing? Don't stop. Don't quit. Don't go AWOL. Don't give up or retreat. You know, we need to learn some military strategy. Amen. Hallelujah. Don't go and dig a, a hole. What do you, they call those things? 
uh, a foxhole and hide in it. <laughs> Don't do one of those. It's not that time. <laughs> you know, take cover. Dig a foxhole. You dig in your grave. See, when you run for cover, you relinquish your faith. Don't run for cover. Don't dig a foxhole. Amen. And don't fall prey to fear. Don't fear. Hallelujah. Satan will try to stop you, but keep going. Because God is with you. And if he be for you, who can be against you? With God with you, why would you quit? Amen. Don't pay attention to that anger. Amen. Don't pay attention to that disappointment. Don't pay attention to what you have or don't have or how things look. We don't go by how things look. We walk by faith, not by sight, how things look. We don't pay attention to how things look. Amen? Hallelujah. When God is with you, he'll lead you and he'll keep you in perfect peace. When that peace, when, when you... Feel, when you feel that peace leaving you, you know you have stepped out of your faith. And what do you do? You pray and pray in the Spirit, get in the Word, talk to God, run in the secret place so that you can mount up with wings like eagles. Amen? And then you start running again and not become weary. That's what that means. Amen? You won't faint. You won't stop. You won't keep going. You won't stop going. You'll keep going. Let's go to Matthew 11. Hallelujah. Don't quit. Don't faint. Don't stop. Well, I don't know what to do. I've done it all. Well, just keep doing it. See, we want, well, what can I say? You know what I'm going to say. Just keep going. Amen. How desperate are you to win? That's the question. If you're desperate for the answer, if you are desperate to receive the promises of God, if you are desperate, then the violent will take it by force. Amen? You'll take it. And it's not something that you do in the natural carnal realm. This is a spiritual advancement, spiritual takeover. Hallelujah. And I believe it's a hostile takeover. Amen. Because you don't play with the devil. Matthew eleven twelve says, And from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence, and the violent take it by force. Hallelujah. The violent take it by force. It says the kingdom of God suffers violence, and that suffer violence means that as the kingdom of God advances into victory, because the kingdom of God does not go backwards. The kingdom of God is always advancing forward toward victory. It never goes toward failure, because there is no failure in God. Amen? So as the kingdom of God advances into victory, it it does so through violent spiritual conflict and warfare. Now, when we say violence, we mean spiritual conflict and warfare. Well, who are we in conflict with? The devil. 
and his imps from hell, principalities and powers and rulers of wickedness in high places. Amen. So you have to get violence with those. Amen. But the good thing is God's already given us the victory. He's already given us authority, power, dominion. He's given us all of these keys to the kingdom. Those are keys that unlock many doors. Amen. Keys unlock conflict and the kingdom. Kingdom has conflict. But we don't have conflict inside of the kingdom. Don't receive that. The conflict is outside of the kingdom trying to perpetrate on the kingdom to keep the kingdom from advancing. Does that make sense? Amen. Hallelujah. The kingdom is within you. That's why some people don't stand in faith because the kingdom is within you. It's on the inside. You know, when I was a new, uh, uh, can't say a new Christian because I've been serving God for over 25 years, but I was in the traditional church. And when I heard that scripture, the kingdom is within you, it did something to me. And I always knew that that scripture was talking to me. I knew that was for me. I didn't know how to get it, but I knew that was for me. You, you know how sometimes you just had that feeling that that's for me. If I can only get the kingdom inside of me. And I wish someone had told me it's just as easy as studying your word. Having renewing your mind. That's when you get it. Renewing your mind in the word of God. Amen. And, and it, the word got in my heart. Amen. It was no longer up here. It went in here. And when it got in my heart, things started to make so much sense. And, and the things of the spirit were just comfortable. You ever heard comfortable? You know how you go home and you, your house is comfortable because you got everything where you want it? So when you start to experience the spirit realm and learn your way around there, it becomes comfortable. Are y'all here? And you start to understand how to use what the weapons that's there in the spirit. Amen. You learn to use the word as a sword. You know, you learn to bind and to loose and understand what that really means. You learn to use the tools kind of like in your kitchen, your knife, your fork, your all these new gadgets. You learn to use your gadgets in the kingdom. <laughs> I hate to put it like that, but that's how you learn to use what's available. Now, you don't take a... How can I say a, a fork and and shred a potato with it? In other words, there's no substitute for for the true, you know, things of God for the true weapons. You either gonna use weapons or you're not. But you can't use any kind of substitutes. Did I leave, lose y'all anywhere? <laughs> Amen. And so you have to, and it's nothing, it's, it's not a brilliant thing. It's just called trusting God and allowing him to take over your mindset so that he can introduce you to spiritual things and you learn your way around the kingdom. A lot of people get this, a lot of religious people, 
And then they start using this to mimic the real thing. You know what I'm saying? They they learn the the word the word what what do you call that the yeah the, they learn how to talk it but not walk it you know you know these things they say I declare and I decree and da 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 but there's when you say that there must be some volume. To what you say. Now don't get me wrong. If you're feeling shaky. And you're feeling like you don't have. Good strong faith. Don't not say it. It's better to say it. Remember we used to make post-it notes. And say it every day. And I think that's a part of it. But when you are really. uh, Experiencing violent faith. You. These words that you speak is coming from a death on the inside of you. Is that? It's coming from somewhere deep. And when you speak it out, the devil backs up because he has to. He don't laugh and say, I know Peter, Paul, and not Mary, but (laughs) I know Jesus. (laughs) But who are you? See, he he can't say that when it's coming from deep within that's why the kingdom is within you the kingdom is in here and you operate out of this in here it's not head knowledge it's not book knowledge but it's it's a i look at it like a room on the inside of you and you know where all your artillery is all of your gadgets are you take them seriously. You know how to launch them when you're supposed to. You hit the target. Amen. And you don't make mistakes. It's like a, a sharpshooter. I remember my husband, he, he has a purple heart from, the, uh, from his, um, the work he did in the Republic of Vietnam. And I always wanted to ask him, and I was always asking him, questions about he had this little medal of honor for being a sharpshooter well number one that told me don't mess with him (laughs) but he used to go out in the backyard in fact he would just stand on the little stoop the little porch right outside the door he didn't even go out the yard and he used to shoot birds and I never saw him I'm like so I asked him one time, what are you shooting at? He said, I'm shooting at birds. And I said, well, I never see him. You always say that. So he let me um, spot a bird way up in this tree. That it was no house behind us, by the way. And, okay? <laughs> Safe for them people. And, <laughs> and it, was this, it was like a little forest. And it was beautiful back then, real tall trees. So I managed to see a bird up there, and I described where it is. I said, it's on that long branch, back up, in, you know, you see it. He said, yeah. And I said, I see a bird. And he told me, keep my eye on it. He shot it. It fell. And he says, um, see, a sharpshooter can move a, uh, can shoot you even though you're a moving target. And so many feet away, he can just spot you and pew. And so... 
the Lord ministered to me about that. He says, that's how you use your spiritual weapons. Got to be a sharpshooter. Y'all got that? He taught me through him and a lot of things he said about the war. And I put that equation together about how similar military strategy is in the kingdom. But you can use it for the kingdom of God. And so you have to be a sharpshooter in the kingdom of God. And what that means is you hit the target, even the moving target, and you don't fail. You shoot it. You hit the target. Amen. When the devil is harassing you, when he's harassing those people that you know, you shoot him and you hit the target. Be careful what you aim at. Amen. You don't want to hurt somebody that's innocent. No, I'm just, I'm just kidding. But I, I, that taught me what, I better not mess with this dude, you know. But it's so true. It's the same. And I never forgot that. You hit a moving target, and you hit the bullseye. When the devil hurl accusations, lies, when he slander you, when, when he tries to take your money, take your kids, influence them the wrong way, you, you, you aim and you shoot. Y'all got it? Amen. And you hit the target. Hallelujah. And don't be scared. Amen. Hallelujah. It's like this when we started out in the old days. We just we just shot anything that moved. <laughs> but when you get in advance, when you move into when the when the kingdom moves on the inside of you, you 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 take a shot. But when you take a shot, you're more sure of the shot. Amen. And when you release the word, Amen. You hit it, and then, and you learn your way around. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, I got it. (laughs) Hallelujah. Praise God. The kingdom of heaven suffers violence. See why it's referred to as violence? Because you're fighting for your life. You're fighting for your children's life. You're fighting for your marriage. You're fighting for everything that you hold dear. For your bank account. Your neighbor's health. You fight for everything. And you don't fight people. You fight the devil with spiritual weapons, amen, that will not, will not uh, break on you. I remember when uh, Hector was, most of you know him, when he was in the, the, the service, he was overseas, and he had gotten in contact with uh, Tanya through, what was that, Tanya, through? But, okay. Okay, he called her by cell phone, and he told her, these weapons don't work. They don't work. There's something wrong with the mechanism of these guns, which we later know today that those are the weapons that were sold to the Iranians. All right, no good weapons. But anywho, we won't go there. We won't get political. But he was complaining that the weapons that they gave them didn't work. And then they, they were attacked. His company was attacked. And he said he prayed in tongues so hard his gun started shooting. <laughs> and, and, he said, 
And he said somebody, he remembers somebody woke him up and said, Hector, man, wake up, it's over. He said, oh, he, he prayed and tugged so hard he fell out. But he knew he used the best weapon he had, and that was the spirit. <laughs> the spirit, spirit always works. Amen. Always works. And another thing, nobody in his company, they were attacked, but nobody in his company got killed. Amen. Divine protection. Amen. See, the kingdom is in here. It's in your mouth. It's in your heart. It's on the inside of you. Amen. And the more you feed your spirit, it's just like Bridget was talking about that, those tomatoes. Seeds need watering. The more you feed your spirit, amen, the stronger you become. And then you, you, the kingdom starts to advance. You advance and the kingdom within you advance. Because y'all go in the, same, in the same direction. Amen. So the kingdom of God suffers violence. Hallelujah. That means that the kingdom of God advances. When you advance, you suffer violence. Are y'all here? Hallelujah. You advance into victory toward victory the same way victory is going and it's through spiritual warfare and conflict amen the kingdom of god is not a victim of violence don't ever think we're the victim we're the aggressors amen (laughs) we're the aggressors we are not the victims the kingdom is expanding and jesus um He defines this expansion as violence by the sword and by fire. This is what Jesus said. He said this kingdom is advancing by the sword, the word of God, and by fire, the Holy Ghost. Are y'all here? Hallelujah. So these are the weapons of warfare. They're not carnal but mighty through God. The word and the Holy Ghost. And they work together because they are one, really. And, and that's how you advance. This is how the kingdom of God advances. Amen. It expands. I know one thing. Everything that the, the, the kingdom touches, everything that it touches, the, that causes the kingdom to expand. Even if it's every one person, this kingdom expands. Amen. Hallelujah. The violent. The violent are men and women that have keen enthusiasm. This is not for raggedy people. Y'all hear me? The violent are men and women with keen enthusiasm and commitment. Preaching, teaching, pressing in, and, and proclaiming with spiritual passion. Got to have passion for this thing. And that's what I believe passion is what birthed this ministry. Barb had a passion to fight and study warfare. And I understand that passion. It it never goes away. Amen. You know, you can look at a commercial or TV show. It's like some people, I've seen them when I say, oh, yeah, I looked at someone. I you looked at that? Yeah. Because God can show you some things. And everything that you, you know, if, you, if you're positioned right, if you're where God wants you, he can show you 
some type of kingdom equivalent to something that you look at or see. Now, I ain't talking about the housewives or all that other, you know. But you know what I'm saying. You learn. You learn. God will show you in his way, however he wants to show you and whoever he wants to show you. He'll show anybody. In other words, you don't, this is not for the elite. That's what some people think. But this is for anybody who presses in, proclaims with spiritual passion, and has a, a, a sense of heart. Amen. Hallelujah. Those who have keen enthusiasm and commitment on the inside. Pressing in. Violence presses in. Press in. Press in. The violent press in. Amen. And that means that you proclaim. You know who you are and you walk in it. You walk in the strength and in the power of God. Amen. Have a sensitive heart, a sensible mind. You can't be flipping in and out of the kingdom and do and be a violent person for God. It don't work that way. It takes dedication. You don't have to be a, a well, see, religion is so sneaky it tries to creep in there. But you don't have to be a fanatic. That's what I'm talking about. But this pressing in, it, it, it accomplished, it's accomplished in prayer first. This pressing in, you know, the kingdom of, of, of heaven suffers violence. The violence takes it by force. That by force is really pressing in. So when you press in, it's accomplished first in prayer and warfare. Nobody goes out and fight a war without a strategy. Prayer is your strategy. Amen. Hallelujah. And then it's coupled with a will to surrender one's life and self-interest. Look, when you fight the good fight of faith, it, it can't be anything it can't be about you. Can y'all, you know, can't be about you. You do what you do because you have surrendered your life and you're sold out to Christ. And you look at every person as a soul, a worthwhile soul. Amen. Who you love because faith worketh by love. You love them and you want them to advance in the kingdom. You're concerned about their, where they're going to go in the the life after because there is life after i mean this this world is not it you know and so you're concerned the lord of the harvest is 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 preparing souls every single day and today is the day of salvation is now is the appointed time you got to be sold out to that you got to be sold out amen you got to be all in if you're not all in you're not sold out you can say it with your mouth but if you're not all in, then you won't be sold out. Y'all got that? Hallelujah. Amen. It's not for extremists full of religion. But it's for, but it's for a sensible heart, this kingdom within and in its operation. It's for a sensible heart. Amen. In other words, you ain't, you ain't religious and you don't make hasty decisions. Hallelujah. 
is for those who pray, like to pray, not them that you got to follow them to make them pray. This, this is not for you. It can be, but it's not. Because, you, you know, prayer has to be your number one. That's your calling. God, you can't be running away from prayer. Or don't want to pray with this person. Or that ain't a, that's, not, that's not God. I don't care how you justify it. It's not God. Amen. Hallelujah. This pressing in is accomplished through prayer and warfare coupled with a will to surrender one's life and one's self-interest. You can't, you can't have self-interest. That's not, this is not the place for that. Stay in the world and play these games. But you got to get rid of your flesh, you know, because this, this, this pressing in is a violent act of the kingdom, and it doesn't take no for an answer. And we're dealing with human lives. It doesn't go by what you think and what you say, and, it's, and this kingdom is not on your timetable. It's on God's timetable. Amen. Hallelujah. But you have to surrender your life and your flesh in order to gain God's kingdom goals. Kingdom has goals. It has a quota. God wants a million, a million souls. Amen. In, in wherever, whatever country, and whatever, you know, he tells his prophets. And you know how you go around like CBN or, or Joyce Meyer. The, these people that go overseas, they'll say, God told me to save a million souls by 2018. You know, kingdom has goals. And it doesn't, have time, it doesn't have time for us to play games. That's for shallow people who are not kingdom-minded. Hallelujah. Let's turn to Luke 16. Let's see, we're in Matthew. Go Luke. 16. 16. Hallelujah. Now the kingdom of heaven, as we said, is not about self-interest in order to gain God's, well, status. Some people's in this for status. Want to be seen. Want people to know I got power when you're operating on somebody else's. <laughs> You know, people coming to the conference, it's real easy to, this anointing, is, it's real, you know, it belongs to God, belongs to the ministry. And that's why it's easy to manipulate and operate, not manipulate, but operate in the, in the flow of the, you know, spirit. So in other words, the anointing don't belong to you. It belongs to God. Amen. Amen. Kingdom-minded people know that. And they're not in it for self, selfish reasons or to be exalted. Look what I can do. Look at me. No place for you. Amen. You know why? Them people never last. They never last. See, your flesh get tired at something. You keep working your flesh. Any sinner will tell you, um, you guys met a guy. Yes, I've been, my life, I've been living it wrong. 
I've been drinking for 30 years. Honey, your flesh get tired of even sinning. So if you're a Christian and you want to have this, take this, this kingdom by storm, you're going to get tired. There's not, no place for flesh. No place to try to exalt yourself. Because, see, that's not humility. It's called pride. Pride comes before it falls. You can't exalt yourself higher than the knowledge of God. That's what you do when you try to take credit for anything that goes on in the kingdom of God. It don't belong to you. Man, I don't understand why people can't get over themselves. Get, I, I don't get it. But you cannot take credit for anything that goes on in the kingdom. It's not for us. It's for God. For his glory, not our own vainglory. That's called vainglory. It's for his glory. Amen. Luke 16, 16. Did I read this? Oh, okay. It says, uh, where am I? It says, the law and the prophets were until John. And since that time, the kingdom of God has been preached and everyone is pressing into it. You see that word, pressing? That, that means they're advancing, pressing into it, advancing, proclaiming with spiritual passion, with sensible minds and sensitive hearts. That's what the kingdom is about. Sensitive heart. You want people to get everything that they come for. You know, it's, sometimes people come and you don't see them no more, but that's okay. God sent them to get what they can get while they can get it. Amen. Sensitive heart. Hallelujah. And then they go and build from that. I believe they do. Amen. The place where I got uh, baptized in the Holy Spirit, I'd never been back. It was at at a Happy Hunters meeting. They were uh, healing ministry they're both deceased now live many many years but that's where i never went back but i got when i went i got what i went for amen hallelujah praise god so let's let's go back to 16 it says the law and the prophets were until john john the baptist since that time the kingdom of god has been preached and everyone is pressing into it Pressing in. So it's good to press in. Press in. Amen. Hallelujah. So this violence, see, that's what makes it violent. The pressing in. Y'all hear? So this violence consists of teaching, educating, and that, um, okay, I did say violence is pressing in. It consists of teaching, educating, and engaging in acts of kindness and love. In the pursuit of prayer, number one. Number two, confrontation with evil. Number three, expectation of the miraculous. And four, burning heart for evangelism. If you don't have those four things, you're not, you don't have violent faith. I'll say them again. Pursuit of prayer. Prayer is number one to faith. Number two, confrontation with the devil. Don't be scared. (laughs) Number three, expectation 
of the miraculous. You got to expect when you lay hands on the sick, expect them to recover. And number four, a burning heart for evangelism. And that's the kingdom within you. You'll embrace it when someone wants salvation. You'll embrace it when they want to uh, pray in the spirit or whatever they want to do. You'll, you'll be right there to give them whatever it is that they need. Amen. However, this pressing in or this violence can often produce rabbit. That's what I was trying. <laughs> rabbit fantasy. Rabbit fanatics. Amen. I wrote it down because I knew I wouldn't be able to pronounce it. Or extremists. Amen. Who justify any behavior in the name of Jesus. You've seen them. I bind you in the name of Jesus. Binding people. People don't say what they like. I take authority over you. I don't know why they say it. It don't work. I've heard people, you know, at different Christian gatherings, getting arguments. Well, I just bind you right now in the name of Jesus. Those are not, those are called extremists and radical fakes with a whole lot of religion. Sorry to tell you. Whenever you call yourself binding somebody else, because good and evil don't come out of the same, flow out of the same place. So you either with, a, with God or without him. So you ought to know it ain't going to work on another brethren. It's just all kind of stuff. But you know that's being radical. Amen. But it's not evangelism. Evangelism is, is at the heart of the king. Amen. The kingdom is within you. Amen. Passing in or out of violence can often produce something fake. It's like you violent one day. Well, I put it like this. You went to a good rally and you were violent. Mm, violent going to take this by force. Then by the time you get home on the bus, you don't know what violence is. Only violence you know is you want to fight somebody. See, that ain't, that ain't the kingdom. Oper- that's not kingdom operation. That's something else. But that's how re- the religious, how they operate. But that's not coming from God. It's not the spirit of God. Amen. Amen. When you are violent because of the kingdom that is within you, you have acts of, acts of love. Amen. You violate against the devil. And, amen. And there's a time for that. Time and a place. Because you're a sharpshooter. You don't shoot blanks. Amen. Well, that didn't go over well. But it's true. Don't say you you weren't told. We didn't ever hear about that. Yes, you did. (laughs) Amen. And then people try to justify their behavior, you know. But it's just a bunch of religion. Luke 18. Let's flip over. Now, when you wage a good warfare, this is all the good fight of faith. You got to fight some devils that's weak. You got to fight some devils that's strong. Amen. Amen. But it's all for God's glory. Not for self-gain or pumping up your flesh. 
It's like this, ooh, I did that miracle. It feels good. It feels good. But then you got to come back down. I'm not going to say because, you know, we, we, we had a good meeting. You know, I remember Robert Slaird and with, with the group after they had an a invasion conference. And they went to Denny's just to talk about the success. So it's, there's some success, and you feel good about it. That's not wrong. But then when they were there, they saw the demons. Those are the ones that hurt us tonight. <laughs> they were, those are the ones that hurt us tonight. They hurt our kingdom. Still got many more devils to fight. And that's what he learned. Amen. So keep your victory party short. <laughs> Very sure. Because there's more demons to fight. Came, they followed them in the restaurant in Denny's. Sat down right beside them. They fought that. That's right. They followed us. Amen. But we bring the anointing. The anointing was at their table. Hallelujah. So you always have to keep your victory party short. Stay in victory, though, because this, this victory is your faith. It reflects your faith. Stay in victory, but don't engage in too much celebration. I'll put it like that, because here comes another one stronger than the other one. Amen. And you got to have something for them. <laughs> However, so don't pass in and out of violence. Stay engaged. You ever seen a, a gun that's engaged or gauged? It's ready to shoot, right? Cocked. Cocked and loaded. Stay cocked and loaded. Stay engaged. Don't quit. Don't stop. Don't get sidetracked. You know, I was just finished telling you what uh, Larry said to us about, because Pastor Barb used to question him about the army and the war. And she said, how did you make it home? And he thought about it, and he said, I stayed focused. That's how he came home from Vietnam. He stayed focused, and we never forgot that. When fighting warfare, you stay focused. That's why I'm saying keep your partying at a minimum. Amen? Because there's more, more wars to fight. There's more battles to get over. Not trying to scare anybody because if the kingdom is in you, you're already cocked and loaded. You're already engaged, but you have to engage in it. Never take off your uniform. Amen? And it's for a ready mind. You can't have this stuff all in your head, you know, that the carnal people, you, you can't engage in that. Stay engaged in the fight. Y'all hear? This is how you get victory. Hallelujah. Okay, let's see. Did I go to 18? 18.1. <clears throat> I didn't read that, did I? Okay. Luke 18, 1. Hallelujah. It's all for God's glory and not for self-gain. Amen. 
in 18 1 it says then jesus spoke a parable to them that men always ought to pray and not lose heart now y'all read that pray and lose heart means to quit don't quit and pray don't quit pray amen i didn't say it i just read it amen now let's see prayer guards your heart from discouragement and encourage steadfastness when you pray and you get in your word that encourages you to be steadfast immovable like a rock amen and this is how the devil don't get the ups on you in your life and your kids you stay steadfast immovable amen invincible by the word of god okay let's read two it's the saying there was a certain city a judge who did not fear god nor regard man so he was a heathen it says now there was a widow in that city and she came to him saying get justice for me from my adversary hallelujah and he would not for a while because don't forget he didn't fear god he didn't even like people amen but afterwards he said within himself though i do not fear god nor regard man yet because this widow troubles me (laughs) i will avenge her least by her continual coming she weary me in other words knock and keep on knocking amen see the important thing is how do you come out amen the kingdom of god is within you and there's always victory it always leads to victory if if you don't get victory yet don't quit don't stop get victory and you will get victory verse 6 it says then the lord said hear what the unjust judge said and shall god not avenge his own elect who cry out day and night are y'all here god will not avenge his own who cry out day and night to him though he bears long with them in other words although he get tired of you he love you and he is not gonna let you down <laughs> didn't it didn't it, uh un, unjust judge say she weary me verse eight i tell you that he will avenge them speedily nevertheless when the son of man comes will he really find faith on earth will he find faith in us will he find faith boldness and confidence shall be our strength boldness and confidence keep you in in faith so yes when the son of man comes he will find faith amen hallelujah in boldness and in confidence hallelujah let's go to 18 luke 1835 and it says then it happened this is a diff- another story it's about the blind man that received his sight then it happened as he 
was coming near Jericho that a certain blind man sat by the road begging. And hearing a multitude passing by, he asked what it meant. And so they told him that Jesus of Nazareth was passing by. And he cried out saying, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. And then those who went before warning him that he should be quiet. You know, don't bother Jesus. Be quiet. You're just a cripple. Be quiet. But it says, um, he cried out all the more. Amen. Have mercy on me, son of David. That's important, son of David. Because the kingdom is inside of you and it speaks. You know who you are. You know in where your help is. He knew in who he was believing. Amen. Have mercy on me. Verse 40. So Jesus stood still and commanded him to be brought to him. And when he had come near, he asked him, saying, What do you want me to do for you? And he said, Lord, that I may receive my sight. You know, if Jesus asks people these questions, certainly we can too. Amen. Do you want to be healed? Do you want to receive the... the tongues do you want to receive the baptism always ask if they say no leave them alone amen then jesus said to him receive your sight your faith has made you whole or your faith has made you well and immediately he received his sight and followed him glorifying god see that's what it's all about it's all for the glory of god hallelujah Glorifying God and all the people, when they saw it, gave praise to God. Hallelujah. So that's two people that received what they needed from God. They got victory because of violent faith, the faith that don't quit, the faith that won't stop. You need a healing, don't quit, don't stop. Keep petitioning God. Be like that woman with, uh, with the unjust judge. He, she bugged him so much. That he gave in to her. Amen. Don't quit. Don't stop. Don't faint. Don't get weak. Get in your word. Be energized. Get blessed. And get your blessing. Hallelujah. So the blind man received his sight. Amen. So don't shift your position. Don't let go till you get victory. That's how long, how long I got to do this till you get victory. How long do I have to listen to those CDs till you get victory? Amen. Well, I listened to them tapes for a month. Listen to them six more months, a year, however long it takes for you to get victory. Amen. Hallelujah. And don't shift positions to anything that the devil suggests. When you shift positions, that means you start thinking another way. You're no longer in position. Did you notice that that soldier whose hat blew off, the wind blew his hat off and the president picked it up, he never moved. I know he wanted to because it's the first time a president ever picked up his hat. It blew off a second time, he picked it up again. But he didn't shift positions. He stayed at attention, he stayed focused. When you stay focused on the fight, you win. Amen. We are one with Christ. 
Christ is our brother in battle. I love this. One with Christ, our brother in battle. The lion, who is the strongest beast. Lion of Judah. The rock. Amen. And we're from Jesus' tribe. Jesus is the lion from the tribe of Judah, and so are we. Amen. Hallelujah. Every believer has a lion within them. That's the kingdom that speaks. The kingdom within that speaks. It's the lion. That's your strength. Amen. And the violent status of the lion must be awakened. See, when you got a, a lion in you, <laughs> he's sometimes drifted off doing other things like church work and whatever, writing books and doing church stuff. But at some point, that lion must be awakened. Usually when somebody needs help or something devastating happens in your life, that lion becomes angered and he mounts up he you know and then he takes position and when he takes position he don't stop until he wins amen that's what that's supposed to happen in every believer if you're a believer you act like this amen it's, it's not that it's a holy anger. It ain't, I'm, a, I'm mad at you and I'm going to beat you up. That's the way it used to be when, before we knew God. But now it's a, it's a, I'm going after my prey. I'm going after it more now because I know I can have it. Amen. Amen. I know it's mine. And I know I can have it. But see, we need, we'd rather go out and get something in the natural because we don't know how this kingdom thing works. I'm just telling you how it works. Amen. It works by faith. The just shall live by faith. Everything you want in the kingdom, you get it by faith. Amen. You take a stand when God tells you he's going to do something for you, no matter what it is. I'm going to heal you. I'm going to bless you. I'm going to restore your marriage. I'm going to, whatever it is, you take a stand and you let the lion rise up in you and you fight the good fight of faith. And you don't stop. You don't back up. Amen. Until you get what you want. That's how long you do it. You do it forever. Amen. Every believer has a lion. Believer. <laughs> so wake him up. Amen. Nobody wins without fighting. Can't fight a, you can't win a war without fighting. This is why the Bible tells us to wage a good warfare. The Bible tells us wage a good warfare. And it tells us that because you got to fight. Amen. Fight who? Devils. Not people. Amen. The devil's within. <laughs> Hallelujah. So we need spiritual boldness, like the lion, to wage a good warfare. 
and the violent take it by force. That's what that means. The violent take it by force. The faith, the violent faith that won't let go is missing today in the church because everybody wants to be noticed. Amen. Everybody want a piece of the pie. Want their flesh pumped up. Amen. And when you, you're like that, you won't be real effective in the kingdom. Many people build big ministries off of flesh, but you know, it don't last. Never does. And this is why Kenneth Hagin is, is celebrating his 50th year in ministry. Benny Hinn, people like that, been in ministry for 50 years because they don't faint. Because when you have the real deal, you don't quit. Amen. Proverbs 30. Slip over there. We're going to go back to, I think, not sure. Proverbs 30. Uh, verse 30. It says, a lion, which is mighty among beasts, and does not turn away from any. A lion, which is mighty among beasts, and does not turn away from any or anything. Let's go to Romans 1. A lion is not fearful. Yeah, you got a lion in you. Amen. I'm not talking about that lion. <laughs> if somebody hits you, bump into you. I ain't talking about that lion. I'm, gonna talk, I'm talking about the lion that has a ready mind for the word of God. That lion whose heart and soul is to advance the kingdom. The lion that wants what God wants. Amen. Romans 1. Uh, sorry about that. Let's say that. Let's go to Mark 2. I want to do that one first. Mark 2. Don't complain. Just push your button. I'm the one flipping pages. <laughs> Mark 2. Uh, verse 1. And it says, and again, this is the paraplegic who had radical faith. And again, he entered Capernaum, talking about Jesus, after some days, and it was heard that he was in the house. You know, I'm in the house. It says, immediately or straight away, Many gathered together so that there was no longer room to receive them, not even near the door. And he preached the word to them. Amen. And they came to him bringing a paraplegic who was carried by four men. And when they could no longer come near him because of the crowd, they uncovered the roof where he was. 
So then they had broken through, and they led down the bed on which the paraplegic was lying. And when Jesus saw his faith, faith found a way to get in there. Faith always finds its way to Jesus. You got faith, it's going to lead you to where you ought to be. It's going to lead you to miracles. It's going to lead you to good health, long life. That man's faith found a way to get to him through the ceiling. So in verse 5, when Jesus saw their faith, he said to the paraplegic son, your sins are forgiven you. And some of the scribes were sitting there and reasoning in their hearts, as usual. Why does this man speak blasphemies like this? Who can forgive sins but God? But immediately when Jesus perceived in his spirit that they reasoned thus within themselves, he said to them, why do you reason about things in your heart? In other words, why is your heart so divided in thinking? Verse 9, which is easier to say to the paraplegic? In other words, Jesus is saying, look, what y'all want me to say? <laughs> your sins are forgiven you, or to say, arise, take up your bed and walk. But that you may know that the Son of Man has power on earth to forgive sins. He said to the paraplegic, I say to you, arise, take up your bed, and go to your house. Amen. Now, when God heals you, sometimes he'll give you instructions. Amen. God's instructions work. Don't ever forget that. Amen. And verse 12 says, immediately he rose, he arose, took up the bed, and went out in the presence of them all. So that all were amazed and glorifying, glorifying God, saying, we never saw anything like this. We know. That's why you fight against things. Religion is always going to fight against the power of God, always. But you can't let that stop you. You have to stay focused, stay with the word, execute your weapons of war, wage a good warfare. You cannot look at those people who always are being negative, telling you what you can't do. Yes, you can do it. And yes, you will receive whatever it is that God has for you. Whatever he promised, don't give it up. Don't give up. Amen. Stay with God. Now let's go to Romans 1. Hallelujah. Romans 1. Verse 16. And it says, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God to salvation for everyone who believes. For the Jew first and also for the Greek. Amen. Hallelujah. See, when you trust God, it causes you to tell people. Thank you. Tell people about the Lord. When you have the kingdom on the inside of you, you, you want to do nothing but tell people about Jesus. Hallelujah. Righteousness is revealed from faith 
to faith. Amen. And so don't be ashamed of the gospel. Because the just shall live by faith. If you don't have faith, you'll never have spiritual boldness. You'll have that thing that's false. And the lion won't be on the inside of you. Amen. You'll have that false thing. That false thing that that produces nothing. Has nothing, produces nothing. Flesh produces more flesh. Amen. So we need to engage in violent faith. If you want a supernatural turnaround. I don't care how bad your situation looks, it can always turn around. Let, let me put it like this. No matter what you're going through, no matter how bad your situation looks, that's always a good opportunity for God to turn it around. Amen? It's always, it, it's never a bad time to consult God. Never a bad time to dig in. And find out what's on the inside of you. And not be afraid to use it. Incline your ear unto the saints of God. And don't give up. It's like this. No devil. Not this time. You're not going to take this away from me. You're not going to steal this like you've been stealing for so many years. This time... I'm going to hang on to the word, going to hang on to truth. I'm going to hang on to this promise, and I'm going to defeat you because you're already defeated. But I'm going to receive what God has for me in this hour, not, not somewhere in the by and by. See, that's how he gets you, putting it off. You'll get it one day. You'll get it. It's coming. Get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready. No. I want it today. It's mine now. It's mine today. Amen. Because the lion on the inside of me says that I can have it now. Amen. I can have it now. Hallelujah. The violent, and that's where the violence comes in. The violent takes it by force. Amen. Hallelujah. We want a supernatural turnaround. Father, we thank you for a supernatural turnaround. Father, we thank you for the boldness of the lion that's on the inside of every one of us. And Father, we just thank you. We thank you, Lord. We thank and praise you, Father God, and we lift you up today. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for our faith, for the measure of faith. Thank you for the evidence of our faith. Thank you for everything that you're doing in our lives. Thank you for what you're doing on the inside of us. Amen. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Fight fight the good fight of faith. Amen. Don't be afraid to step out because God says there's a lion in every one of you. Amen. Every one of you that believes, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and ye shall be saved and your house and your house. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. If there's anybody that needs prayer, I can pray for you before we